Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Eric, thank you again for joining us on the Life Group Leader Podcast. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, we're recording this before Thanksgiving, but it's wonderful it, to it, celebrate it, Christmas. It, it, it feels Christmas, man. It's a little chilly out today. That's true. There's Christmas lights already up. They've been up since Labor Day. <laughs> Is it? Does it feel like Christmas gets earlier every year, or do I just say that every year? So I feel like it gets earlier, but then I also, as I say it, I feel like I'm becoming the, the old curmudgeon, right? Totally. Like, like. Is it really, or am I just becoming more and more aggravated <laughs> with things in my life that I'm yeah. that I feel like I have to point it out? Yeah, you know. I mean, there were there were Christmas lights where I went trick or treating with my kids on Halloween. Yeah, see, that's. I mean, to me, that's so much earlier than the whole before Thanksgiving yes. around. It's October. <laughs> it's two months. Yes. Before. Crazy. Anyway, it's all good. Well, Merry Christmas. We are uh, we are excited, Life Group leaders, to be kicking off a new series called The Beauty of Christmas. This is going to be a five-week series that, that takes us right from Thanksgiving, the weekend after Thanksgiving, all the way to Christmas Eve. And so, Eric, why don't you give us just an overview of the series and what's kind of the primary purpose with the, what, with what we're going to be doing with this one. Awesome. Before I hit that, I want to say welcome to all the new Life Group leaders. Yes, great, great. I'm so jacked. We have like 50 new Life Group leaders? Yeah, well, we have 52 at Irvine 52. And, then a, and a good number at a bunch of, we probably have 60, 65 new Life Groups. So if you're one of the 60 to 65 new Life Group leaders, I'm so proud of you for being super responsible. You're, you're, you're already listening to a podcast. Yeah. Congrats. You're a new Life Group leader and you're already listening to a podcast on how to be a better Life Group yeah, leader. I mean, that's... Totally. You were just taking it so seriously, and I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for you and so excited that you are shepherding a group of people. Okay, so Christmas, it, it's an amazing time of year because the culture recognizes what we know. Mm-hmm. So they may not know what they're recognizing, but they're, the culture as a whole, the broader culture, is recognizing there's something special about this season, something sacred. We should slow down. We should pause. We should be in awe and wonder. And all of that is true. Um, sometimes people find lesser things to be in awe and wonder over mm-hmm. rather than the real meaning of Christmas. But but still, I want to I want to be glad that there's people in our culture that are saying, "Hey, this is an important time. I want to be filled with awe." You know, you'll be at a restaurant and you'll you'll hear songs about Jesus. Totally. <laughs> you know, at <laughs> um, Oh Holy Night, yes. we'll be playing at a bar. Yes. You know, like this. Um, this is a time where. The, the message of Jesus enters into our world in, in surprising ways. Some people miss him, mm-hmm. just like people 2,000 years ago missed him when he entered our world. But, but we do see rhythms of the story of the gospel in our culture right now. So because of that, it's such a great time for us to go back and look at the beauty of the incarnation, of God entering our world. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we talk about incarnation, that's God became flesh, God took on human skin. Um, that's what incarnation means. Or you'll hear people talk about Christmas as the Advent season, mm-hmm. which is the season of waiting. We were waiting for Jesus to arrive, um, and so we, we, he arrived, and we get to celebrate his arrival. So in the scripture, you you know this, there's 66 different books, 
you see different vantage points of the miracle of Christmas. And this is a miracle. God entering our world through the womb of a teenage virgin. I mean, this is a miracle and changes everything for us. So you see the prophecy in Isaiah announcing Jesus. And then there's four gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So what we're going to do in our Christmas series is look at the Christmas story through each of the five vantage points or, or views. Now, it, it won't feel like it's the same sermon because even though it's the same account, because it's one account, it's, the, it's an actual event that happened, each gospel writer has a, a slant. And you can kind of view it this way. There's, a, there's an awesome um, like play that happened in your favorite sporting event or for your favorite team, you watch that play over and over again from multiple angles. So mm-hmm. I love the 2011 shot by Ray Allen mm-hmm. that took the Miami Heat into overtime and ended up beating the Spurs. I've watched that play from from up high, That's from funny. the bench, from yeah. center court, from right. you know the nosebleeds. I mean, I've, I've watched it from all these angles, and you see it's the same play the, pl- the truth of that play doesn't change, mm. but you see different beauty in the play from all the different angles. So with Matthew, you see that Jesus is the, is the promised one. With, with Luke, you see, wow, he's the one we are filled with awe and wonder over. Uh, with John, you see God became flesh and dwelt among us. Mm. He's the light into our darkness. Mm. Um, with Mark, you see he's the new king. You know, So we, we, uh, every one of these gospel writers is writing with a different angle. Mm-hmm. You get a, a better picture of the of the story when you see it from all all different angles. It'd be like someone standing in front of a, an awesome work of art and wanting to wanting to watch it or look at it from different places or standing in front of a sunset and it looks different when you're down by the water. It looks mm-hmm. different if you're in the mountains. You're seeing the same sunset, mm-hmm. but each perspective adds color to it. So we're going we're to look at the Christmas story from all the different angles that the Scripture gives us. We're not making up angles. <laughs> These are angles in the Scripture, and it helps us appreciate and have our hearts filled with awe for Christmas. It's beautiful. So a couple of months ago, you and I had a chance to go to Israel. Yes. I'm so curious how, having now been there, been to yeah. the place where this story happened, how's totally. that going to inform your teaching? For sure, on the Christmas... Um, the 23rd and 24th, you know, we have a bunch yeah. of services those days. I have an illustration in there that, um, from Israel. It, When you're in Israel, it's beautiful, and you also realize that a bunch of people are missing Jesus now. They just see a bunch of tour buses, yep. and to them, it's 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 like Christian tourists showing up. Mm-hmm. To them, it might as well be Orlando or yes. Anaheim. It's like Disney World or Disneyland. And for us, it's the message that changed our whole lives. Yeah. So you're there in Israel, I'm there, and you're seeing people miss Jesus. And then you realize 2,000 years ago, people missed him too. Mm-hmm. And the reality of people missing him didn't change the reality that this is true. Wow. And people missing him now doesn't change that this is still true yeah. and beautiful. Yeah, it's going to be, it's it's such an important story, of course. It's it's this major, I mean, it's Jesus coming to earth, right? It's, it's the huge. most beautiful story. Yeah. Uh, it's also in the calendar year, it's one of the weekends where 
um, we see a lot of guests. We see a ton of people show up for the first time. On the 23rd and 24th? Yes. Yeah. yeah, specifically correct. Yeah. Christmas Eve services for sure. And, you know, this series is designed that we're going to see all of these unique vantage, vantages yeah. of There's the There's all weeks you could be a great week to invite friends, really. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. There is something about the 23rd and 24th uh, where where people are going to come. Uh, the, invi- the invite is easier to come to Christmas. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's not even fair how easy it is. You don't even have to be a super strong Christian to invite someone no. to church at Christmas. I mean, it, it, they actually are, are, they might be confused why you don't invite them. Yes. Wait, they go to church and they, why do they ever invite me? Yeah. This is Christmas. I actually would be interested in going to church. You know, my, my former life uh, at Lifeway Christian Resources, we had a research arm. And one year it was a study release, like 80% of people would go to church with you at Christmas if you invited them. Oh That's crazy. <laughs> It's a ton of people who are just waiting for us to invite them. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, a 3.2 million people in Orange County. Yes. 80% of them. Yeah. I mean, what's the math on that? It's a lot of people. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. We're going to need more chairs. Yeah. But the beautiful thing is, I, I was actually talking with a woman in our church um, last Sunday. No, it's two Sundays ago. And, and she grabbed me by the shoulders and she said, I just want you to know, that on Christmas Eve, my kids are going to come to church. Oh, come on. This is the this is the service that they have said they will come to. So you get, I'm getting a picture that she's a mom who so badly wants her kids to come they're to like church. Wayward kids. Yeah. She's praying for them. So, and this is the one yeah. they're going to come It's to. weeks away, and she probably woke up today and prayed that God would do a miracle in, right. in the hearts of her kids this that's Christmas. Right. Yeah. Man, I love that. That's beautiful. Those are the amazing people within our church. And then there are those, those great stories of people that are in our social clubs, they're in our workplaces, they're in our neighborhoods that are like, I totally would go to Christmas because that's, yeah. that's just what we do. That's, yeah. Because it, it, you know, it would be a non-strange thing for me to go to church mm-hmm. at Christmas. Yeah, that's right. You know? That's right. And then when they get there, um, we have this amazing opportunity to show them the beauty of Jesus, yep. what the the church feels like to be the gathering place yes. of believers, mm-hmm. and then we're going to show them that next year we have some amazing things planned yeah. that are going to open up some great conversations for people. It's exciting, man. It is. This is a great time. Oh. Would you pray for our leaders for, for this season and all that? Totally. God, thanks for these life group leaders. I pray that you'd give them rest over the Christmas season, awe and wonder for the goodness of you and how good you've been to them. I pray that as they shepherd their group, that you would give them your energy, your wisdom. I pray for their group, that their group, whatever the plans are over Christmas, whether they're doing a serve project together, having dinner together, that your presence would be experienced by the group together, that they would enjoy each other and enjoy you. And thanks for Christmas. Thank this, thank you, Jesus, that this is true. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Eric.